1: well, you know, I'm, I'm completely on the roll. I'm, I don't need, I can't count because I, I have a degree in journalism and arts and sciences. So I think it's um, episode 30 or around there or whatever. But, you know, I am pleased to have one of my my biggest fans because I'm one of her biggest fans <laughs> and all that, Re- Rebecca Perry. Welcome to What If It Did Work, the podcast. How are you going, sweetie? I'm good. I'm
2: Lauren. Thank you for having me
1: on. That's okay. And to I'm trying to be mindful that I don't say and all that on this episode, because <laughs> I know you say I say that a lot and I, <laughs> I, I notice it. So I, I've been limiting in it. So <laughs> talk to me, introduce, introduce yourself to the listeners.
2: Okay. So I'm Rebecca Perry. I am a health and wellness coach. I work with women online through my online platform. Um, and I do it through health and wellness coaching. What I mean by that is it's fitness nutrition and we focus on a behavior change plan. So that's a little bit about what I do. I started actually this whole business idea during COVID. That's how I started my, actually my whole business. Cause I was working full time before that and was not sure exactly what I wanted to do. And COVID actually really like pushed me into starting my business and figuring out like, what do I want to do? Cause I was stuck at home and I'm like, okay, now I really have no other excuse to not put my business into a plan. And that's what I did. And it's bec- it's just been growing since like evolving into such bigger things since I started almost two years ago.
1: Now, I, I've known you through Corona, so I didn't know, know you. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, what were you doing before? Were you doing like boot camps out in parks, uh, personal training, or were you do, doing something completely different before all this?
2: So um, I actually got certified a couple years ago, but I wasn't taking it as like serious as I am now. Like I was not, I wasn't doing anything online. I was, it was in person training. Um, I was actually working full time as an executive assistant because I just got my MBA in uh, the summer of 2019. Just started working full time, and I was like, "Okay, I got my, I got all this education. I, I need to use it." Even though in the back of my mind, I'm glad you can't see my hands because I'm like going
1: like, <laughs> "Don't worry, we're we're just some cousins, Italians, <laughs> Hispanic." Spanish. We all we all do the hand thing. We all speak loud, so you think we're screaming, and we're just very expressive people. So trust me, you're not doing anything out of the norm for me. I'm not. I'm not from Wichita.
2: (laughs) But uh, um, yeah, so COVID really like was a good a good thing for me in the sense of like just I, I didn't have any other excuses to not focus on what I was really meant to do. And, um, cause even while I was going for, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about my background in school. Cause that's a big part of it
1: too. How yeah, I got to definitely. where I am. So do you have a degree? <laughs> do you have a master's in kinesiology?
2: I have a master's in uh, business. Um, a bachelor's in social work. I have my certification in um, personal training and nutrition and um, behavior change planning, and Reiki and yoga. <laughs> so you it. you
1: you you touched every basis. I yeah. Mean, so, yeah. You,
3: that,
1: I, you know, I talk about that. They talk about diversifying in, in like stock yeah. and investments and all that. But I, I mean. You you listed such a broad range, and, yeah. and it's funny because, yeah, literally, I, I would have never thought the MBA, social work, recce, <laughs> yoga, and all that, uh-huh. but, you know, but besides chakras, you, you have an NBA, and no matter what, mm-hmm. I mean that, <laughs> so coming out of college, were, were you wanting to work for, like, some... A huge like firm like a, a five hundred. you never wanted to do that
2: never I never I never wanted to do that and I always felt um I guess confused why I didn't like know what I wanted to do while I was going to school like how other people I was going to school with were, like seemed more sure of like what they wanted to do. And even going on interviews, like once I got my MBA, I I was going on a lot of job interviews in New York because I'm from New Jersey. And I went, I wanted to work in New York. It was exciting that like, I went through all this schooling and had my MBA and realistically I didn't have to get my MBA, but I just wanted to, because I kind of wanted to learn more about like how to build a business and stuff. Cause always in my mind, I was like, Oh, maybe eventually like that's something I'll do. I never really thought it would happen like so quickly after I got my master's that it would just turn into like not working for someone else's company and making my own. So I kind of, I, and I think I think people that were interviewing me could see that I wasn't really like that passionate about like going to interview with their company because talking about like, what do I want to, what do I imagine myself five years from now doing? And I would like, I couldn't really like fake it in these interviews. Like, well, realistically in five years from now, I hope I have a successful business of my own.
1: So you're, you're, you're too honest, but you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you're supposed to yeah, lot like everybody else. I, couldn't, I, I, couldn't I see myself it. here working hard, yeah. working hard towards, you know, the board's <laughs> dreams, working hard for yeah. the CEO's dreams and the shareholders <laughs> dreams. I, I see myself as only a, a number. I, I just want to work yeah. full time and w- any type of busy work towards the growth of this company, and yes, yeah. I'm a hard worker. I show up on time. You, you know, you have to the, the corporate lingo. They want you to lie. That you see the yeah. problem is, is you're just too <laughs> honest, and you're like five years. I, yeah. I just want to get a job here to to have some experience, and then, you know, a couple of years max. I'm out the door working my own thing, not this thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you and know, I, what they, was... they,
1: they when you said you 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 were uh well did you weren't you didn't say you were confused you well like, i i
2: was just i guess like confused and frustrated like why can't i just be like everyone else and they know what they want to
1: do but they I, say I that was... you're, you're you're getting ready to have a breakthrough so yeah, you know, you, yeah. your mind was going a million miles an hour because literally <laughs> at, at an early age you're like i don't want to yeah. do this bullshit Okay. Oh my
3: god, yeah, yeah. You, you, like you even
1: yeah. It it took so, me forever to, to it's, realize it, yeah. that. How um, old are you? So you're you're like what, twenty-five?
2: <laughs> no, I'm 31.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, congratulations. I always thought you were like 23, 24, but hey, Thank you know you. what? It, it's it's great genes and all that.
2: See, and and my 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 health and wellness coaching, it really works because I'm doing it on myself. I could stay looking young, so. You sure? That, whatever that I'm means.
1: doing works, so. That, that means I'll, I'll throw it on YouTube for the the six followers that better subscribe. But, but <laughs> don't worry. Everybody's going to, you know, follow you and, and notice that. You know, you you do walk the walk and you talk the talk, but anyways, still, I mean, well, we were about the same age. I I was twenty nine when I decided. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, so yeah, I you know I, I had the degree. I thought I was going to be in journalism, like the next uh, sport reporter, and all that. Okay. And like, oh, this sucks because schooling <laughs> in the real world are two different things, you know. Yeah, but like, like like and get studying for your math, your masters in business. No matter what, the real world isn't like that. Like you know, it, it's you can't tell your boss, well, the, according to the law in journalism and broadcasting, or I can only do this or this and that. And yeah, it's, it, it's like, screw this. And then the 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 saddest thing that you realize is once you get out and you're in the real world, there's people with similar jobs or getting paid even more than you with no. Yeah. and it's like, yeah, why, why? <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
2: it was it was it was really frustrating because even after I got my MBA, like going to interview for jobs, they're like, well, you don't have enough experience. You have the degree, but you don't have an experience. I'm like, how was I supposed to have both at the same time? Like it was just overall, or, it was really, really confusing.
1: Or so, before I, Corona, I, we, we want you to have an MBA Ten years experience. Harding yeah. pay is thirteen an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And then and then also look like you're not getting paid $13 an hour and stressed out because you're going to work like 40, 50 hours a week. You know, like it's it oh, no, no, that was never gonna work out for me.
1: Well, no matter well, how you,
2: much I wanted to.
1: But my, my last out. job in corporate America, I was a financial advisor and they wanted you to look, you know, they wanted you to look bougie, but not mm-hmm. too bougie, yeah. but, but not
2: pay you to, to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it's like, <laughs> at, at what line is it? Oh, I, I look like I'm going to overcharge my customer, So I should, yeah. but, but yet, and it's like, you want me to work and you, you, your payout sucks. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you want me to have like, you know, all these suits and everything mm-hmm. laundered and dry cleaned and all that with crappy pay. It's like, yeah, you know, where were you?
2: Where were you a financial advisor?
1: I had I, here. I, the, the only time I left South okay. Florida was I actually stayed in Louisiana and I thought I, I was going to live there in Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Until I, <laughs> um, my first job in journalism, $15,000 a year. A salary. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. And then I had to get a radio job. So I had to which was minimum wage. So two jobs at minimum wage for a highly educated person. And I I, I, there was no um red line or even Red Bull. I had to um take no dose, which was caffeine pills. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So I had to do that. And then my last job before I moved back home, I was a producer of the Jimmy Swaggart show. He was like uh, Joel Osteen before Joel Osteen. And <laughs> I, I did that for like... It seemed like forever, but it was like six months. And finally, um, my mom's like, just come back home then to Miami, get a master's mm-hmm. degree. it's fun. You'll have fun.
2: You'll have fun. They said,
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll just be like your undergrad oh. fun. But you know, my mom only has a bachelor's. So she had, you know, she was lying her ass off. So the yeah. only, the only thing I ever got out of my master's degree was how to do 20 page papers how to be treated like crap by like oh. doctors, <laughs> a doctor in journalism like that's yeah. and, and my head was um, the head department of mass communications was sleeping with undergrads for grades, and he got fired. Like,
3: oh like, wow, yeah.
1: yeah. So I guess I, I it taught me a valuable lesson not to sleep with your employees. I guess <laughs> <laughs> so I learned all that at, at university. My that's what you learn. <laughs> Yeah. And then but but he did tell me one wise thing. He's like, what are you here for? You're not gonna learn anything. A master's degree, we don't teach you anything different than your bachelor's degree. And I, you know, I didn't want to tell him the well, mommy said that I was gonna have a lot of fun. And, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that that's it. But um I never wanted to stay in journalism. It it brought me back to Miami, but i I've, I've never left. Everything, my all my sales jobs, everything was here in South Florida, either in Miami mm-hmm. or in Fort Lauderdale, Broward County.
2: Yeah, doesn't it feel so good to be doing what you want to do, not because, like, for a job? It's like more so, like, I don't know. For me, I felt like, oh, I'm gonna get a job just because I kind of have to get a job.
1: But, but the best part is, you saw it. You saw it through all the bullshit. Uh, I had to. Yeah. I had to go yeah. through the journey, thinking one that I had to do something with my degree. Then, then I realized yeah. I, I want to get paid. I don't want to um, one day take my my girlfriend or wife or anybody friend to Red Lobster yeah. because that's all I could afford. Yeah. Charge it and, and hopefully pay my Red Lobster bill uh-huh.
2: in five <laughs> or six
1: months. So I didn't want that lifestyle. And then I, I realized in corporate America. Nobody cared about me. You know, I was just like a number and mm-hmm. it, people. Yeah, it really it is. For, and I, I remember my mom's words of wisdom. I, I don't know if your parents ever told you this. She worked at AT&T for like about 30 years, but she was always like, I hate this. I hate this. You better graduate soon. And then once I graduated, she's like, Omar, And until this day, she's like,
2: pay um, my bills. I don't know. So my parents.
1: <laughs> no, you need a corporate job. You need oh it. my god! You, even yeah. like the most I ever made, my mom still feels like I'm getting ready to live under a bridge. And she's always like, <laughs> you need to get a corporate job. And it's like, oh my God, you hated it for like all these years. Yeah. But you know, yeah. the thing is when, when pe- you, people, you get advice from, it's always people that have never done it. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm sure you never, like, like, you know, that's why I'm your biggest cheerleader. I tell you to keep on going (laughs) and all that because you promote every day. I I mean, a lot of people are like, Oh, screw it. It's the weekend. But you know, you're always throwing down content and all that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And you know what? We all have naysayers. It's usually family, friends, people like, Mm -hmm. Oh, just find that corporate job. Go do something different. But you know, that, that's why I, I find it refreshing. And, and that's why I literally I thought you were like straight out of college, you know, 24, 25 and all that. Because at, at, at the end of the day, you realize though, who, who cares about schooling? Has any, has any one of your clients said, hey, you know what, Rebecca, I like your stuff. I like the results. I like seeing other women mm-hmm. lose weight. But I, I just need to know, what did you get in biology 101?
2: Oh, yeah. No, nobody. <laughs> Nobody, even when I got, even when I got my job out of just getting my, my MBA, they didn't even ask to see any of my degrees. I'm like, I could have just got a bachelor's in business. Like no one would have. Done.
1: Oh, exactly. And, and trust me, nobody I,
3: I, cares.
1: No, nobody. And, and it, it was the. I, I wanted to cry because I got my first job <laughs> in in Baton Rouge. I was used in Baton Rouge. So <laughs> literally the people working at the TV station, some of them, well they they got me the job because they said I spoke like five languages. They overhyped me and all that. And we started crying to each other because there was a bunch of people without even degrees working at the TV station. Oh my well, god. Yeah, you know, we had that entitled, "Hey, we have a degree yeah. in journalism." <laughs> That yeah, yeah, that and 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 my boss was like really mean. He was a real dick, real asshole. And it was because I was from Miami and he was older, so he watched Miami Vice. He figured everybody that lived in Miami, because you know, if you if you get fifteen thousand dollars a year below minimum wage, then clearly you're you're a millionaire. So he would always make (laughs) me work like every day, Monday through Sunday at times. Yeah. To try to get me to quit. And he'd like, just go back to your mansion. Go back to this. Yeah. And then, but literally this is the best part the universe got because i was lazy before that to me i thought since i was in a fraternity i'm like this guy's just hazing me he's doing it mm-hmm. you know <laughs> when, when, once when, once i i i earned his respect you know we're going to be best buds and you know we're, we're going to be going to keggers and we're going to be mixers <laughs> and all that and it, it, it never happened literally he i i got fired because um I well, they didn't like the fact that I was dating everybody in the TV station, but it was because he was telling everybody I was wealthy and I was rich and I <laughs> like like this <laughs> awesome guy. So, you know, he was that and I I called out sick because I I, I took my girlfriend who was at the working at the TV station at, at the time. We went to Disney World for my my birthday and Ooh. I had all, all this work done and all that and, and they fired me so that's a more deserving person you know yeah that's not as wealthy because you know you know me i'm I'm living on star island (laughs) you know what what brought you though to south florida was it was it corona or were you already here
2: uh no i moved here before corona i moved here september 2019 um after i finished school well I actually I got married in June of 2019 and he lived in Miami he lives in my home well, we live together now like I'm talking like he's not here like he, I' you're moved, making
1: it sound like he's dead <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was from he was. he was this he was that <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting so ready he, to say oh my I'm sorry I didn't know <laughs> oh my God
2: <laughs> so we were dating long distance for almost a year and while i was going for my mba and he was living in miami and i was in new jersey and then once i finished my mba we were figuring out like if he's gonna move to new jersey or i'm gonna move to miami and i made the decision to move to miami and um even then i was trying to figure out um if i really wanted to keep pursuing getting a full-time job using my mba or focus on my business. Um I was here for about a month and it was the first time like in my life that I wasn't like in school and working like two jobs and like super busy like I it was kind of like it was kind of like an opportunity for me to have time to also figure out what I really wanted to do mm-hmm. with my career. So what I did, I got it I started like just applying for jobs and I got hired within like two weeks and I wasn't expecting it to happen like so quickly, but I got I got um a full time job working for a staffing company and it was great, but I also while I was working there I started I was like, Oh my God, I need to go back to school. I need to do something. Like, it's just, I I don't like, I was working full time, but it it still wasn't enough for me. So I started, um, learn like doing courses, like how to make a, even though I had my MBA, I was like doing courses on like how to start up a business. Um, I was interested in making like a subscription, um like monthly boxes like something with like spiritual growth i started like designing a logo and like um putting together like where i could get the materials to put these boxes together like that's what i was like all into before covid and before i lost my job like i I just always have to be doing like a a lot of different things at the same time
1: (laughs) Now you're all <laughs> no. you feel like what you're doing. You you don't feel like it's work because when I see your videos and all that, yeah, uh, you're, you're doing two things, which is amazing. You're you're instructing what you're supposed to be doing a lot of times, yeah, yeah. Going, and you just show like results. <laughs> you show what you're doing, and, and then you also have like the little bit of you know the private aspect of going to the, you know Art Basel and you know, uh-huh. bougie South Florida and all that and and you're consistent consistently doing it you you actually have this pat you found this passion you love what you're doing yeah
3: yeah i
2: do yeah um and my clients like it's i really know i'm doing the right thing now and i'm attracting the right clients also so that's amazing um and because i'm online i could get clients from all over and it's just I for the first time I feel like I'm doing what I was meant to do and what I love to do. So yeah, it's not work for me. I joke about it when I put posts like working on the weekend <laughs> because it's just funny to me like that it's it's just not it's just it's nice for me because I get to be my creative self. It's also work and it's also my business and I'm doing what I love is helping people. Helping people get healthy in like all aspects of their life. So, yeah,
1: well, you're, doing, <laughs> you're doing you're doing two things. You're you're doing what you love, but you know you're giving people hope. You're giving people hop- opportunity. These a lot of these women at at the end of the day, you're you're giving them more life by giving them health because mm-hmm. a lot of times, people, especially women, they're They're like, screw it, you know. I'm 30 or I'm I'm 40. It's time to watch the new Sex in the City. Screw it, but let (laughs) me be Miranda or Carrie or whatever. And and, and, you know, just just their health is the last thing because a lot of times women are mothers and they have a full time job and the kids come first and then Mm -hmm. everything. And mm-hmm. they always put themselves in the back burner mm-hmm. and this yeah. way you actually empower them. You actually let them thrive. You actually set them up to win and in, in life when yeah. by, by not only because you know, you can be healthy on the outside, but being working yeah. out eating clean and all that does at, at the end of the day, sometimes it sucks when you don't eat the pizza or, or whatever, but it, <laughs> it, it prolongs you. Mm-hmm. And, and and we're perfect examples. You're you're 31. I'm 48. We look mm-hmm. great because we do mm-hmm. take care of ourselves. We eat clean. We mm-hmm. we don't eat processed food 24 uh, seven. Yeah. And, you know there there's way better things, funner things, quote unquote, to do than working out. <laughs> it's something that that needs to to get done.
2: Yeah. And and also like what I what I'm learning a lot. Um, just like from reading, I thought like when I was out of college, I'm like, oh yay! I don't have to be forced to read any of <laughs> these books anymore, which I <laughs> would never read anyway. But I was like, so that was like one thing I was like so excited for. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to like sit down and read chapters and chapters of books that I really don't want to read. I have literally like, I need a bookshelf of like how many books I've ordered on Amazon and actually read since like finishing in the past like year or two even like it's just what i'm learning from it and a lot of the topics i i read about is like just mindset mindset is like everything and like you really create your own life based on like how you want to see the world
1: It's all about mindset. (laughs) It it really is because so many people live in a scarcity mindset or they're off. When you see people that tell you that you can't do this or your business Uh can't thrive and all that, it's because they Mm -hmm. stopped dreaming. Mm -hmm. And people aren't lucky. When when you see, I mean, where we live, all this mass amount of wealth, there's plenty Mm -hmm. to go around. The only thing... If you want to live in a high rise, if you want to live in a mansion, ask yourself better questions, focus on more. Don't focus on less because, you know, you can't, oh, they're lucky. They, mm-hmm. they probably married somebody yeah. rich or mm-hmm. they won the lottery or they hurt somebody. Because a lot of times people, their mindset is they're unlucky and these people are lucky or they stole or they have mm-hmm. a mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
1: or if, if, if. Rebecca makes money and she had to take it from this other pile that was mm-hmm. orphan kids and, and all mm-hmm. that. Cause it's, it's crazy, crazy thinking, but a lot of times it's, you know, stuff like living in scarcity or feeling that mm-hmm. you're unworthy and everybody's mm-hmm. worthy of success. Yeah. Worthy of love.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And that's one of the big things I focus on with my clients is that they do deserve to have a healthier life. It's not something that they just are not going to have because they're busy. Like I teach them how to live a healthy life, even if they do have their, you know, full-time job and family to take care of. I'm like, they, they do deserve to be healthy and happy also. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And it's crazy how many excuses I hear from people that why they, why they shouldn't or can't do it.
1: The one thing, though, and I'm sure you you hear this, is when the, a person keeps on screwing up, so mm-hmm. self destruction. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I, I I ate that, I did that. A lot of times, that's mindset too, because mm,
3: yeah, yeah, they're,
1: they're unworthy. So mm-hmm. they, they self sabotage. Yeah, I was just that,
2: gonna say that. Uh-huh. Being,
1: being good looking, being healthier, being thin—that's for those other people. Who am I? Yeah, am yeah. I, I'm nobody. I don't deserve that. That's that's not, yeah. that's not supposed to be me. That's not supposed to be my family. So no matter one—that's the one thing that people don't understand, and that's why, like you know, when my videos or whatnot. A lot of times, yes, I do the woo woo yeah. stuff because at the end of the day, if you don't have your heart in your head. Thinking that, knowing that you deserve it and that yeah. you 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 are worthy enough for all this, you can do whatever work. You're, you're always going to screw yourself over because you know you don't think you're worth it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, I even have been through that sometimes in my life too. We like, all have. Yeah, and and um, the really the only way how to get out of it is getting yourself out of it. I mean, you could have someone also help you figure it out along the way but really the only way to get out of that is focusing on yourself and so many people don't take the time to do that
1: well it's like that you know we both fly a lot. When you know the flight attendant, I almost said steward or stewardess. That's so.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, in case of the plane going down, always put your oxygen mask first. Because yeah, yeah. If you can't help yourself, you you can't help others.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, and yeah, with uh, it's it's nice that I get to so. I didn't mention my social work background too much. Um, I did oh, actually it's use it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did actually use it for a few years. Once I got my my BSW, um, I worked with elementary school kids, middle school kids. And then my last job I had, I was working in a care center. And it was a nice, it was a very hard experience, like emotionally, because I, at that time I, I felt that oh my God, I have to help these people. I have to save these people. I have to help everybody. And I just felt like so, I was so stressed out and I couldn't even sleep during that time on my last job because I, I just felt like I needed to help everybody, but that really wasn't my job. But what I learned from there is like, if you don't fix or work on or figure out what is really your inner issues, that you every everybody has something that they could work on like if if that's not gonna be if you don't work on that at any point in your life you could get all the way to the point where you were in a care center and you have nobody visiting you and you see the world as like a horrible place like it was crazy that experience like seeing people that were like Hundred and five, and like living their best life, like in this care center, and then there's people that are like seventy, and it's like they just even just their age, they looked like so different, like even in age and mentality, like just they just saw the world different, and it made their light their their world different.
1: Well, here it's it's mindset. I'll I'll give you an example. Yeah, you're you're 31, and you'll Mm -hmm. you'll, I'll I'll show you my example too. Same same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's already people. That you went to high school with, and that uh, college with, and all that—that look like friggin' train wrecks. They look like yeah. they're, they're forty-five, right?
2: For sure, yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm forty-eight. I yeah, there's there's a few people that that look, but then there's some people that I mean that I've known forever, and I'm like, holy shit, you look like the crypt, people. and. I, <laughs> And it's like, good, good thing. I didn't ask you out. Oh, good thing. I was an introvert. I was fearful back then. <laughs> but uh, but um, it, it, it's a lot to do with, and, and I, I hate that word genetics because it's not, it's not a lot to do with what you put in, in mm-hmm.
3: Your, mm-hmm. Your, your
1: thoughts, um, your actions, what you eat and all that. If you always, I, I never say, oh, I suck. Or I'm old or I'm cheesy or, you know, this is it for me. And a, a lot of times people age or or if you're, you get bent and twisted, if you're a Karen over like stupid shit, like somebody cuts yeah. you off and you mm-hmm. have a bad day. Or just people that have all this anger, resentment and hate and bitterness and, instead of just letting it go, you know, just at, at the yeah. end of the day, like if somebody breaks up with you, you know what, just say next. <laughs> Not that you have that problem, but, you know, (laughs) but, 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 you know, uh, like, don't, don't hate on people just because, uh, you know, if if they did you, you wrong, Hey, you know what, that's more on them, not on you. Just, Mm Forget about it, but a lot of people keep all this stuff and and you know that and eating the processed foods and not taking mm-hmm. care of yourself and not eating and toking and and smoking and doing everything. It, it all adds mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So yes, when when it comes to ment- mental mindset, it 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 can kill you or you can thrive and and yeah, because I mean, my grandfather, my grandparents were still alive. He's 97 but it was only been recent that he hasn't when he was like 92 93 the dude was walking around super fast um
3: yeah
1: he ate clean he never smoked never drank and all that and, and that that helped him thrive but you know I've, I've there's family members that are way younger than me that look like shit mom. but that's that's why yeah. i know genetics and i don't <laughs> ask them you know uh, they're not paying me you know, I don't love them enough to coach them or, you know, they probably don't want to be coached, but you know, we, we all have our, our issues. Mm-hmm. So yes, to, to me, mindset and which, which you put into your, uh, into, into your mouth and, and into your head and to your heart or what you carry. That, mm-hmm. that, that's why you look younger than you look. And, that, and that's why I, I don't look like fat Albert or I don't look like <laughs> myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess that is why. Because I do get that a lot, and and I I just I'm just excited about life. And I guess as you get older, people just let that kind of die off a little bit. Like I just act
1: excited
2: and, and but you're to learn, you know, and right?
1: You're 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 not <laughs> you're not holding on to anger that you had like ten years ago. Because these people, it, it compounds. But they're like. Oh yeah, I've I've had people you know in, in my life that you know that want to give you the play by play over and over about their life. Mm,
3: and, yeah,
1: hey, yeah, and, and for that you know that glimpse moment of being single and not being in a relationship, or or sometimes mm-hmm. even being in relationships with people after my ex wife, they wanted to mm-hmm. give me a blow by blow about you know mm-hmm. their life. Like the word that's the past let's
3: yeah
1: today you know what you had a yeah. bad marriage you had two bad marriages well maybe it's you maybe it's you not then but no i, yeah. I would never tell no. <laughs> something, something going on there yeah but yes <laughs> or like going up you know during corona i i had uh you know since i after um i was in a relationship i i found myself having a go look looking for dates during a pandemic and i had to do the the internet dating and that was too they had the, you know the the cliff notes of their life and you know all the all the men that did them wrong and people and all it's like oh wow you're you're so lovely thank you for sharing your life <laughs>
2: wow yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so so is your husband in the health industry too or into something completely different
2: No, something completely different. He actually was working in hospitality before COVID. Uh, He changed jobs, career paths also.
1: Um, Yeah, hospitality is kind of a downer during a pandemic.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything, yeah. And and, um, even my job too, we staffed um, the hotels, mainly in South Beach. So we both were let go around the same time everything shut down. Hey, um, hey you yeah,
1: know it was, a, it was a blessing so, for you? Because now yeah. look, look at look at you now, and look at everything that you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're thriving. You're not, you know, you you picked up the pieces. You realize it's time to work for myself. You have your own business, and you're building mm-hmm. your own empire. You, yeah, you're not you're not building someone else's dreams. Someone else's. Mm-hmm. Empire and that yeah at the end of the day tip your hat I tip my hat off to you and and you know that's that's very admirable your yeah. your your parents entrepreneurs are far from it
2: <laughs> no no and um they don't even I don't even think if I explained to them what I would do what what I'm doing they they would probably be like oh well who are you working for like they can't just imagine that it is possible to not work for somebody, my dad worked for Bell Labs.
1: It yeah, yeah, for, but we <laughs> might be related. My my mom worked for for, but before it was different. It, it was Southern Bell down here because okay. it used to be AT and T and Bell Systems, and then because of a okay. monopoly, they all split up, and then I think AT and T merged them all together. Who knows? Okay,
2: because, I right. don't know, but he I, I worked know the for them from like i think he was like early 20s until he retired he worked for the same company he was actually um in 2005 i think it was he was you know let go from his job that he stayed committed to for all those years so i saw that as like well
1: Di- Why would different I times move? yeah different times <laughs> yeah you know, yeah that's yeah that's, that's something older generation uh, and i'm not a boomer so but you know i'm generation x but something that they don't understand to you know gen z and millennials is it's a different time and in, in yeah, the
2: yeah there's not there's not like loyalty there's
1: no lo- there's no loyalty yeah. on, on any businesses that, that, yeah, that keep you 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah, they want to
2: pay the, the cheapest amount and have the most work
1: done. That's
2: how I see it. Like, exactly, yeah,
1: it, exactly. So, you know, you've never, <laughs> how, how did, how does everybody follow you? I, I mean, we're, we, we are business 101, uh-huh. and everybody's thriving, everybody wants to lose weight especially th- this is going to air in January the <laughs> fine time baby when everybody That's needs a- to lose weight you know That's new birthday, year, new goals 2022 <laughs> oh so you'll be you'll be 32 yeah look at yeah. that I'm, I'm good at math you see i listen so, so how how do they find you how how do they sign up how do they do these virtual camps these virtual sessions everything with you So
2: if they go to my Instagram, easiest way to find everything because the link is in my bio, but my Instagram is Becca Perry Fitness, Perry spelled P-E-R-I, Becca Perry Fitness on Instagram. My link for my website is also on my Instagram. Um, The website is called Curvilicious Body Challenge. Everything's on there. If they want to do coaching, one-on-one session. Also, I do Reiki too, and that could be virtual as well. Um, I have a YouTube channel, The Mind Body Hub. Facebook is Rebecca Perry. What else?
1: I think that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, where, where do you see yourself in the future? just growing this empire do you do you see adding more coaches more yeah yeah
2: what i yeah what i want to do oh my god there's so much i want to do because i want to have like apparel i want to have like workout gear also being sold on my website um i do want to hire coaches because i i see myself growing a lot and being like a bigger known business of online coaching and behavior change plan coaching as well it's going to be a big part of it so the trainers that i hire are also going to have to have an understanding of the behavior change plan is a big part of my program um but yeah i see my company is growing big going big and i i think i did mention it to you too i do want to write a book also um like a motivational book because we didn't get into as much details about my uh, younger my younger years like i
1: know you saw all uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Betty White. <laughs> the, the younger years. So you see, what you're you're trying to say is, you know, the, we need to have another episode and all that. Too. Yeah. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Talk, talk to us about your younger years.
2: Okay. How much time do we have?
1: <laughs> uh, hey, is it's your forum? It's it's go ahead. Tell it to tell the audience okay. what you want to hear.
2: So I always felt this strong um I don't know like something that I I have to do is just be there as like a good role model for like young women, teens and um let them know like help them to see their worth. Maybe if they don't have a good role model as a woman in their life, like I want to be that for them. Um because When, for example, when I was 17, I started my first like serious relationship and it was, it turned out to be an abusive relationship that I ended up being in for three years. And I didn't feel like I had anybody to go to, um, to talk to anybody about it. And, and that was the worst time of my life. Out of anything that I've been through, that was the worst time in my life, and it always since then I was just so motivated, like self motivated, because I again I didn't have anybody that I could ask that I could go to. I didn't feel that I had that close of a relationship to go to my mom for that. So even if it wasn't uh, like a parent or someone related that you could go to, I always felt like that's. Something I want to be for younger women is have. That's another dream of mine, too, is make an organization for women um, to have a place to go to when they're in that kind of situation or even offer coaching so that they don't even end up in that situation. Just helping women see their worth
1: so but that you, you had to go through all that. Experience. oh yeah oh alone realistically
2: alone. like
1: alone. Realistically. yeah and, and it's yeah. because you know god the universe knew you needed yeah that. not not mm-hmm. because you wanted it but so yeah you you can help inspire and motivate and you know it all that wasn't a, a it was a horrible experience but it wasn't a waste of time because a waste yeah. of time mm-hmm. is if you went through it and you didn't, and didn't
3: learn
2: anything yeah, yeah. And you yeah. kept
1: on doing the same thing because a lot of times uh-huh. that's what people do is yeah. they're they're in it. I, I mean, i mm-hmm. I was addicted to toxicity out in relationships yeah. and all that because that's all I knew from
3: yeah, yeah, growing
1: up. So when, when you see that, and when you see drama dysfunction mm-hmm. you're like oh well th- th- this is passion this is love this is this is amazing. And, and no mm-hmm. it's not and that's why a lot of people keep on falling into the same pattern yeah
2: the because, same uh uh-huh. yeah
1: it, it's it's what you're you're taught or you think that's okay and you know mm-hmm. that's why you have to stop you have to stop the generational thing because if you mm-hmm. don't do it, mm-hmm. You, if you would, if you have gone through abusive, abusive relationships, you wouldn't be with your husband. You'd be with a different guy. Yeah. You. You'd have, mm-hmm. kids. they would see mm-hmm. you get abused mm-hmm. and your daughter would be in the same thing. And then and and the,
2: the cycle, cycle continues. Cycle yeah.
1: Until somebody finally says enough. That's why mm-hmm. people, when you talk about social work and when you see those people, you know, different people yeah. living poor and horrible conditions or being treated poorly in this and that it's just a generational thing that nobody
3: yeah. they just think yeah
1: all, all of this is this is normal that mm-hmm. is saying hey you know what I'm friggin tired of this bullshit enough is
3: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and why, and, uh,
1: yeah Yeah, I, I talk <laughs> about you know now's the time to, to quit that your are gener- you know your future generations will thank you for by doing something
2: yeah like yeah yep and that's what that's what I'm doing. I'm yes. like, nope, done.
1: You, you see, congratulations. It's not that
3: easy, way. <laughs> yeah.
1: If if it was easy, we'd all be doing it.
3: Yeah. It has yeah. to do
1: work, so you know. Uh, trust me, I, I I know what you do is it's work. You don't think it's work because you love doing <laughs> doing it. You love yeah. the process, but anything amazing, anything worth anything, you have to put in the time. You have to put in the. Mm-hmm. Like me saying, I I want washboard abs for January first. Well, it's possible, but not now till yeah December tenth or whatever. You know, in three weeks. (laughs) But everybody wants instant results, instant success, instant you know million followers, a million this, a million that. You know, Uh, all we can we can have all we want by dreaming, but you have to put it in place, and you have to have a plan in place.
2: Yeah yeah
1: so you see you thought you weren't going to talk about your childhood come on now <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's really to find that you know the answers of like who people are and why it all goes back to how did it all start
1: the, yeah the the, the, the passion all, all all the root of all our problems Pretty much comes from her childhood. Uh, yeah. No, no yeah. <laughs> now, now, you can do two things. You you can change it, but you you can't change. Believe believe it or not, I'm I'm still an introvert. People don't. I I have to work work <laughs> at it. I, I have to talk to people. I I mm-hmm. still get nervous. I still have self worth issues. Uh, people that have a temper, you'll always have that temper, but you can learn how to control it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we are who we are, but mm-hmm. that's not the end of the story. You, as yeah. long as you're you're mindful and you know you want something different, you know enoughs enough, I'm tired of this shit. And yeah. Yeah. Not, I I'm not going to lie to you. I, everything you're feeling, all your gripes, all your hang-ups, it's, it's yeah. what made you who you are.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you're unique, you're original. Everybody's original. You know. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of times people just want to rewrite their, either they want to rewrite their history by living or just live, living it completely. And your Mm -hmm. history can either. Yeah. Both of us had, uh, you know, dysfunction and not the greatest childhood.
3: Yeah.
1: You know what? It's, it made us who we are. Yeah. Uh, Who's to say that you and I didn't have like the bill, you know, the TV, the hallmark growing up, the yeah life that, that we wouldn't be who we are every experience mm-hmm. good bad the hang-ups everything that's that's what made us we you mm-hmm. and i if, if we grew up with wealthy people with like zero hang-ups <laughs> and everything perfect do you honestly think we'd both both be hard workers
2: no we wouldn't even be the same people
1: exactly and well, that's i don't know we wouldn't be the same people yeah <laughs> that's why you know i'll never say oh i hate that this happened to me Mm -hmm. or that's bullshit or (laughs) uh, this was like, this date, it was a one time weird, weird thing. This was like last year. It was literally the first date after uh, my relationship being broken up. And the woman wanted to be all metaphysical and ask these stupid questions. And she's like, if there was one thing besides like, what superpower would you have? She's like, if there was one thing in your life that you could change, what would you change? And I said, absolutely nothing. And she kept on asking me why why absolutely nothing i'm like because any little thing I uh, i should have said any little thing yeah i, I wouldn't be here maybe that <laughs> but i i was like any any little thing in your life would change it's like the butterfly effect maybe my yeah. dad would be born maybe i would have never met my ex-wife maybe like you know, mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. i can't say oh I, I i wish i was an extrovert in high school and, and, and asking, asking out this girl or that girl or things.
2: Yeah. You can't, it, that's not even a good, you know, to be asking yourself, would you change that? It shows like a sign of regret, regretting something yeah, and that and leads to
1: depression. So regrets you, the you, biggest thing of, uh, of, of depression because you, yeah, you, you can't
2: change the past. Yeah.
1: You've never. I've never. You've read the book. I've never. You know. We've all lived with regret, but your life won't change until you just let it all go. Yeah. So Take yeah. it gives an
2: opportunity to learn and grow from it.
1: Exactly. So here's here's my question to you: What does it mean for what if it did work for you?
2: The book as a whole. No.
1: Like just
2: the name, just
1: what if it did work? Like, like clearly for me, your whole life has been, what if it did work? You know, your parents (laughs) work at, AT Uh you know, you're (laughs) you're living, you're in a long distance relationship. Those those Mm -hmm. never work. Mm -hmm. I've been in them, but you, you keep on beating the odds.
3: Yeah.
1: You're you're here in Florida. So, (laughs) you know, clearly to me, for, 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 for the definition of what if it did work is
2: yeah like, yeah so yeah i mean it's just changing like how i like how you could think about something because even when i when i talked about like my business ideas to my sister and she was like oh why are you doing that why don't you just get a job like i can't she was like i couldn't see myself trying to like put a whole business together you know like what if what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? And it's like in my mind, you know, what if it did? And Why not take a risk? Like you won't know until you till you do it. So, well, you know, it what? means that that means everything. Just yeah. that that alone is such a big thing yeah. in in mindset. The
1: the biggest um, <laughs> risk is not doing anything. Is it? Yeah, zero risk equals. A hundred percent regret.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: well, you know what? I love you, and like what I, I told you in 2022. I expect not only do I expect, I know huge things are coming your yes. way because you yeah. have the focus, you have the mm-hmm. drive, and you have a great head on your shoulders. You, even though you live in South Florida now, a lot a lot of people <laughs> would be checked out, but, but but you are a hard worker. yeah yeah, and on behalf of of your parents i'm gonna answer i'm gonna tell this for them you're doing an amazing job rebecca we're proud of you you you've done so much in your life we can't wait to see what the future holds and you're making the perry family proud (laughs) how is that thank
2: you that's beautiful that's so nice to hear thank you i I, I
1: love you and thank you for being on
0: thank you so much omar i never told no one that my whole life i've been holding back every time i load my gun up so i can shoot for the stars i hear a voice like who do you think you are negative thoughts come to mind when i start thinking bold like why you chasing dreams aren't you getting kind of old I knew I needed help, I had no self-confidence, didn't believe in myself, I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition, to start a business, but before I even started I feel like it's finished, you got a vision, and let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA, they can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see, wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think, the thoughts in your mind is the bar,